0: Boom! Welcome to Grown Dad Business. Guys, we're doing it! Grown Dad Business uh, is here, and uh, i uh, it's a little bit different right now. its uh, We're at episode 196. You can check out our last episode, uh, 195, with uh, Suzanne Lawrence and her husband Aaron Crothers, which is uh, going to be my guest in a minute this week because right now um you know it's a little crazy and i apologize for all my podcast listeners i know uh, i've gotten a couple messages about like you know is everything okay with the podcast are you guys doing it every week uh yeah I- I'm-, I'm trying to do it every week it's just uh now i'm um the master of social media content um <laughs> i'm like live streaming shows uh if you've seen one of those um I, uh, I'm i doing my daily dads Monday through Friday, weekdays, 12 p.m. Also, uh, Friday nights, uh, my Friday night live happy hour, which has been, been pretty good. Um, last week, I had uh, uh, comedians Jessica Michelle Singleton, uh, Gina Brione, and magician Lee Turbosik. And you can uh, watch those live Friday nights at 8 o'clock or re watch them on Patreon. Uh, so that's pretty rad. And so, you know, it's just I hate to be doing business and like, Trying to you know I was literally making Fun of social media content and now um, I am um, um, Slathered in social Media content and I want to vomit All over the place so But before I bring uh, Suzanne Lawrence's husband on uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to More very important right now uh, One of my sponsors And support partners Is ink division Ink dash division um, I just want to say thanks to those guys. Uh, they print all my shirts. Um, they are locally owned here in Pittsburgh, uh, located in Braddock, PA. Uh, but they ship and service nationwide. And right now, uh, they're offering something to artists entertainers creative people bands um they're offering 15 percent off any bulk orders from ink division so check that out uh, them out at ink division or ink-division.com 15 percent off bulk orders which is pretty amazing i've, bu- I've been buying shirts from them for years uh, i've never had a problem never had a complaint the sizes are perfect um, i prefer the next level shirts But I'm just giving them a hard shout out because they've been amazing. They're also setting up free web stores uh, for artists as well. So think about that. You can set it up, put a couple shirts in your store, and they'll take care of everything uh, online, which is real dope. And uh, I just want to thank – this. I I have not been able to give shout outs to uh, my Patreon supporters, and I want to give a huge shout out uh to uh my friends aaron and suzanne because they are patreon supporters and because they are uh awesome and they know comedy is hard and i love them so and they may be able to hear me but anyway um (laughs) but there's also uh quite a few people that uh have supported on patreon who want to maybe remain anonymous and that's pretty rad and i appreciate that uh but listen if you look if 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 you like my comedy if you like hearing me talk at at, at odd end it it at uh, end, odd ends at at and all end odds i don't know ask karen what i'm trying to say um, but um uh Patreon, I'm putting so much more on there now. Now we have video for the podcast. I am recording video right now uh, with a new app called Be Live. Uh, if you check out Be Live uh, TV, uh, it's an amazing new uh, program. Uh, I'll post links for it as well, so you can go check that out. If you want to stream your own shows, if you're a comedian, a creative, an artist, or whatever, it's an amazing uh, dummy version of basically uh, broadcasting your own show. But yeah. Patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber. Um, there is going to be um, video on there for the podcast. There's video for stand up. Also, my Friday Night Live happy hour will live on patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber. So you're able to watch the replays of the interviews and the funny comment games we're playing with people. It's good times. Um, So, yeah, go check that out. And also huge shout out to my dude, uh, Kid Mental, who would normally like I feel like would be my roots in the studio audience uh, with me. And in the studio with with Kid uh, But uh, he's now engineering The podcast at home and laying down beats And But you can check his uh, Patreon out too, patreon.com Slash Kid he makes Custom beats for people, custom theme songs So go check him, him out It's uh, kidmental.com And you can follow him at Kid Mental Music uh, Huge shout out uh, Fly Dope and Wavy is the official Theme song of the Friday Night Live Happy Hour, one of my favorite songs of all time And how I discovered Jerome but, uh, hey, I'm sorry that this is like a, uh, a, a, you know, I'm not as funny in the intro. This is like the Joe Rogan intro where I read 409 minutes of ads. I'm kidding. I'm, guys, I wish I had a 500 minutes of ads. Uh, but I just have uh, Ink Division. Remember, ink-division.com, patreon.com slash Aaron Kliber, and uh, patreon.com slash kidmental. All right. All right. I'm gonna bring up my friend, Suzanne Lawrence's husband, AKA, Aaron Kravish.
1: Going Dad business with Aaron Cliver. Hey, that's my dad's name. Right <laughs> <Nah, nah>, ah. <laughs> and review. Subscribe and share. That's to get super
0: dope.
1: Um, What did you say? <laughs> How'd you get this number? prank caller uh, I got to take my glasses off man look at Look at that
0: Look at I didn't hear you and you feel like you're so delayed Can you hear That's me That's all right We good Yeah you're great Okay Yeah
1: Can you see the uh right. the contents of my computer screen and my glasses I really got to spring for yeah. the anti air stuff next time These are coming off <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know if you're watching video. Uh, that's a weird thing. It was funny, dude. So now that everybody's like zooming, because you got to do this for work, right? Like you're always doing video now, right? Like, nonstop. Isn't it funny, too, that when you work from home before, it's a thousand emails. Now everyone wants to see your damn face? <laughs> it's is like, every- I. There's yeah, I no the- way that people did this many Zoom meetings before in their life.
1: So I know the joke is, you know like this this meeting could have been an email but like that's every day now every oh, day yeah this meeting could have been an email but you're lonely <laughs> and right. we need to see another person
0: so oh, yeah so people are putting together like you know team meetings for no reason we have i mean actually- of, is, is it a lot of michael scott meetings <laughs> everybody in the conference room now we have a we
1: have a, an end of day check in team meeting that really is not business at all, but it's more like end
0: of day check in.
1: How's everybody doing? You know, kind of thing. Like yeah. we talked about grocery delivery today, but that was honestly those are fun because I like my team. They're yeah. great. It's the other meetings. It's the meetings with people that I don't like work with constantly. That are like that. I'm like this. This. This could have been a three-sentence email, but it is a 40-minute meeting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I – dude, you know, I I was going to – say, I I was wanted to nerd out with you because I feel like there are moments in my life where I learned, you know, how to be a filmmaker uh, in high school and college, and I learned how to edit, and I learned, you know, how to fix my own cars, and I feel like it's one of those moments in my life where I just learned every kind of streaming software. Mm-hmm. I have a ring light in front of me, which is, Aaron, I never thought would happen. Uh, <laughs> I never thought that I would have that uh, and a microphone and a lap- I'm talking into a laptop, learning how to edit, learning how to stream video. It's, I learned so much shit streaming live on YouTube, on Facebook, what do you wanna know? I have, I have so tech, I'm so tech, like teched out right now. I'm done. I've been
1: doing the same thing. Like uh, for work we've been doing um, um, in order to, to make myself seem useful. Uh, I have been, I was like, we can do all these trainings that we used to do over the phone. with people, I can do videos of them and I have the equipment to, you know, to make, Sound and make it awesome, and like, and it'll, and it'll be cool. And you know, and we can do these professionally. And I found a program called Camtasia which sounds like I'm doing web porn, but I'm not. (laughs) And um, it's 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 really cool, and it's pretty. It's kind of one of those like like you were talking about uh, this program being live streaming for for dummies. This is kind of like web tutorials for dummies, right? But it's because it's easy to put things together in it, especially when you can make things like in Adobe Premiere and or have, you know, use oh, Ableton to record your sound and mix your sound and stuff like that. It's easy to it's it makes the end process when you've got all of the hard stuff you did. Yeah. When you put it together, it makes that easy and presentable. So we learned I learned that in a couple of days with a couple of coworkers of mine and we've been putting together videos and like I'm like, I'm I've got so many more skills now than I have I- it's
0: not even that I don't I have more skills, it's that like I know how to even remotely work five new things. Like it's just like this right now. I don't even know how I got something on the screen. I you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure it out, but every week I get better, you know, doing things like this live streaming stuff. But uh you're,
1: you're spending your experience points well.
0: I know I know, right? I uh I wanted to ask you too, dude. We <laughs> I don't know. This is the most I've been home. I know when Suzanne does a lot of comedy, you know, you uh, you probably look you and I are similar where if you give me an evening from nine to midnight, I'll find something to do. Trust me. And it'll usually deal either with laser guns or video games or comic books or something dorky or, you know,
1: everything you just named is like within like reaching distance.
0: Yeah, I'm <laughs> sitting behind three cartoon Kurt Russells. So <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, I, could, I could do something with this mac wall. I've got a uh, 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 shit. Come on, I can't I've got an origami uh butterfly mobile that I've been making with Molly behind oh. me. I got to do something else better now.
0: Yeah, I uh so one of the things that uh Wendy and I my wife have been doing is uh for so, we, you know, what's that?
1: And you get one every time we talk, and you do to my wife. That's your one.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> we we were like, "What do you want to watch?" Like, we watched everything. We watched like you know what we. This is like day forty-two of quarantine. I think like forty-three for us. And you know we've we've binged Tiger King. We binged the what the Kingdom. We binged Mrs. Maisel. Um, oh my god! Like everything, dude. And now, not, what's that?
1: We have not watched Mrs. Maisel.
0: You know, I think uh, Suzanne would really like the first season. It is very similar to stand-up today. Like a yeah. woman starting in clubs and things like that. I was like, this is how it still is. This is how people giving each other a hard time and the management.
1: That in the early 60s?
0: Yeah, actually the first season takes place in 1959. Uh, but yeah. it's written, it's, you know, it's. <laughs> Their room of writers of, is, a, is a bunch of stand-up comics It's a couple of stand-up comics from New York I love her
1: So Who? Alex Borstein
0: Oh dude, you haven't watched the show? No Oh dude, she won an Emmy I think already Oh I'm sure I, I think her. she won an Emmy for at least the first or second season One of them, maybe Or nominated has to be She's funny as shit on there God is she funny um there's episodes where it she carries it. Um yeah, I won't I won't give any spoilers, but but yeah, I I you know, out of all the stand-up stuff that I've watched, uh what I'm dying up here on Showtime, really great, really you know, really good people in it, like, you know, comedian friends are in it. Um but it is it seems like it's almost like a dream version of the of the 1970s comedy store. Does that make sense? Have you yeah. ever seen that? Um
1: I, I have not. I don't have Showtime, so I haven't. I haven't watched it. But like, I know that I, I watched like scenes from it because yeah. I was interested in that. Um, I know that um, uh, John Daly's in that, right? And yep. um,
0: yeah, Andrew the- Santino is one of the main characters. He's a really funny comic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that seemed like it was a little more, um, almost like a. S- yeah, like a soap version or something. It was weird. Um, but Maisel, yeah. it's just some of the things they say, like some of the things they say and do, you're like, oh, yeah, this is still getting in a comedy club for your first like time. Like, this is exactly how it is. And just people just, like, not caring what you do. And, like, <laughs> you know, in the family, like, you doing what? Your little skits. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure you see that on the holidays with Suze. <laughs> Then again, then again, you're you're a couple that at one time moved from West Virginia to Los Angeles. So I'm sure that you had quite a few holiday conversations about that. <laughs> uh, the podcast listeners are not seeing you grab your face and engorge your eyes. <laughs> I know People are like, so when you move to L.A., are you going to are you? Do you know Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> like, Have you have you met any famous people? Yes. <laughs> Can I tell you? Okay, now I know we're we're making fun of lay people. Okay, we're making fun of what some uh, people would say pedestrians, people that have not worked in entertainment. I apologize. Okay, but one of the best moments have I told? I look, I have 196 episodes of a podcast, and I had a podcast before that that went 300. So I have no idea if I told stories twice. Lay off me. I'm starving. So listen. I don't know if I told you the story. One of the best stories of of like fish out of water, um, movie set people I've ever met is when I worked. I I brought this up more than once this week, so I feel douchey. So when I when I worked on the movie Warrior, they had I was around the ring, but they had like three hundred extras always behind, you know, mixed up playing the crowd, right? Mm -hmm. And. This one time there was these two ladies who are about four rows back and they dressed them as like these, I can't, I I don't know what to tell you. There's two, these two black women that were dressed in like, like they were out at, we were in Atlantic city. So it was like their night out in Atlantic city. They had like big glasses on and like sequence hats. Like, you know, they were, they were dressed like this, like for the movie, you know, Mm -hmm. but they were just like, they, they were just like, we signed up to be extras. We don't even know what this is. This is amazing. They're giving us lunch, right? And they're just talking the whole time. And it was like, if they had a podcast, I would listen to 100 episodes, okay? They're just like loving life, right? And just, but this naivety of entertainment is what makes it so damn funny, right? Like they don't know, you know what I mean? They're just having fun, making 150 a day, eating sushi for lunch. Um, So this line, so- The lady turns to her friend. They're like best friends. I want them to have a damn sitcom. She goes, she goes, you know what I just thought of? This is a big movie. This is a really big movie. The director, he directed big things. Do you know what that means? If this is a big movie, and this is going to be in theaters, Oprah might see this movie. Oprah might see us in this movie, girl. (laughs) And the other girl goes, do you think Oprah watched this movie? And then she goes, Oprah probably watches all the movies. She needs to stay informed. (laughs) And then she goes, if Oprah, and then the friend goes, if Oprah watches this movie, then president Obama is going to watch this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So they were going to get discovered by Oprah, and President Obama, newly elected President Obama, in the movie directed by Gavin O'Connor called Warrior, starring Tom Hardy. <laughs> that is one of my favorite pedestrian conversations, and I wish I could find them today and talk about their- right. They're probably professional extras now. They've probably been a- in extras in like 20 movies now, and they're pros. Oh. Sorry. Um,
1: Sorry. Hardy. Joel Edgerton, Nick Nolte, Jennifer Morrison. I, I, I am DB'd you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple new things on there, by the way. Oh boy. Ooh. Uh, but Hey, you know, anybody want to look it up, you know, Easter eggs, whatever. I don't know. Audio Easter eggs, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, I it couple, in the last couple months, I took a couple pictures of, like, you know, script readings and um, sitting in a trailer, so you can just go look it up and find out what they were, And I'll, or I'll tell you later. Oh, look at you, Agent Saunders. <laughs> oh, that's a good... That was... That's uh, that's number one right now, baby. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about like when, you know, I don't... You know what I mean? Everything's moved, and so... Uh, but it's already filmed. I filmed that in December. Um... So anyway, what, the f- what was I trying to tell you before? Oh, um, we were talking about those stand-up shows. For the
1: Luddites that don't understand the Hollywood experience.
0: Yeah, it's uh, – yeah, talking about like Mrs. Maisel and things like that. There's things that are show-busy that uh, are pretty accurate in the first season.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I don't pretend to have had some sort of like illustrious career. Like,
0: like I yeah, – I, I got to Hollywood, but people, and, you get it. Like you, you know, you've been around enough. Uh,
1: yeah, no, I worked in I worked in television the whole time that I was yeah. there, um, doing like production stuff mostly. A lot of, a lot of like some featured extra stuff. You can like I played a lot of prisoners, nice. uh, a lot of orange jumpsuits, um, <laughs> big dude with tattoos, and I kind of had shaggy like longer hair at that point, and like you know. I my 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 the the podcast listeners aren't going to be able to like you know actually all the pictures that you've ever used of me for any of your promos for the podcast are usually me making that face but like my resting face is this
0: oh yeah this is just
1: uh, this is just lost in thought
0: yeah no that's the um, that your look is called tough teddy bear in a band that's what That, that is.
1: It's pretty pretty descriptive of Of, of Teddy
0: Bear people. in a band You're the guy in the band poster That tries to look tough The big guy that tries to look tough And they're like, he's the nicest one <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he's the most fun He's the most he's fun stupid. in my band um, <laughs> He's a sweetheart. He's not going to drug me He would give me a ride home
1: Yeah <laughs> um. Uh, But, you know, but but it is like there's just there's like every cliche that every cliche about about out there, about just the film and television industry in general uh, is just 100 percent true. Oh,
0: it's all true. Oh,
1: (laughs) my God. True. It's all true. Like what? (laughs) Like there's no like all the exact like I've, I've had a producer. I've had a producer of like third rate game show TV, <laughs> like, handed him his lunch, like, look at it and go, it's cold, and like throw it. Like,
0: <laughs> nice. Like, like, like day two. Like, <laughs> come I am. Um, wait, what year, what year did you move back? Uh, we
1: moved to Pittsburgh, like, right at the end of 2000. Like, like, December 2009.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, literally the month I started stand up. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. December I, 2009,
1: we moved to Dormont.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I, when I, before I did stand up, I went out for about four or five years uh, just for filmmaking stuff that I was doing with uh, our friend, our friend Chris Prexta. And uh, I, I do remember the first two or three times I went out. And, you know, you hook up with people that you you know, you go have lunch, you go have coffee and try to, you know, uh, connect with people that moved away or, you know, that you went to school with. And uh, and it was so funny, the handful of people that were like, hey, let's, hey, whoa, like, let's connect, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Or the people that I would meet, it was like, I'm not kidding, it was like half of Entourage was true. It was like, when they were like like I would meet somebody within 20 seconds, they would start talking about a famous person or a, the, the project they're working on. And I was like, the, Oh, you really, Oh, people really do this. You really do this all the time. Like, this is how it is. Um, yeah, what can, but
1: what then, can you, hey, nice to meet you. What can you do for me?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, Part of it it is it's who you know and you get that everyone understands that and it's so awesome. funny because then it's like once you start going out and then you find yourself having a conversation you're like well I'm here just working on you're like what I'm doing
1: it I'm doing yeah. it I, was, I, I I looked around and I, like I don't hold it against anybody out there I don't hold it against I have some friends that have become successful yeah most mostly in the theater world and they behave a little differently. Yeah. Um. Uh, but like, but I have some friends that have become successful. Um, that are still my friends, and they're still like super, dupe solid dudes. Um, um. But I. But uh, but uh, and and good for them for for being able to play the game. But I I look I looked around and just kind of went, no, this is not like this is not what I. What I w- wanted to, I, I it's out of my system, like yeah, real, right. it was out of my system. Um,
0: yeah, I, I I just had this. I I want to I want to tell people to go listen to this. I just had this long conversation with uh, my friend Jessica Michelle Singleton. She was just on uh, my happy hour show. No, and, I was uh,
1: had, oh, cool. Remember, she remember she, I won the t-shirt. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I did write your name down actually. Um, I was like, I think I have to send him a shirt. Um that's right. Wait, what was your caption? Oh, for the world's worst magi- magician Yeah. It was it was
1: just the phrase, is this your card? Like
0: 40 I times. laughed so hard at that. Is this your card? Is this your card? Is this your card? Is this your card? <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um <laughs> Oh, that's pretty funny. No, I wanted to say I did Jessica Michelle Singleton's podcast that's out now. It's called ignorance is hashtag blessed. Ignorance is blessed. And we like we talked for like an uh, an hour and 40 minutes, like all about comedy business and and, you know, moving to L.A. And so I don't want to reiterate that because I want people to go listen. I, you know, kind of told my story of us wanting to maybe move to L.A. and that whole journey. And that was it's a mess. Um, so, yeah, you can find it anywhere you can find podcasts. Ignorance is hashtag blessed.
1: Once again, we have not hardly talked about anything that we planned on talking
0: about. No, Once Never. Again. I don't even, And this makes it hard because I'm like, what do I call this episode? I have no idea. Um, oh, let me just go back to what I was going to say, <laughs> which was. So <laughs> we post it. Um, we ended up Like just having nothing to watch So I'm like why don't we just start watching comedies Like what do you want to watch So we ended up like railing through A handful of uh, Will Ferrell movies I like, think we watched mm-hmm. Talladega Nights We watched The Other Guys We watched Which is a,
1: a really The Other Guys is maybe One of my favorites of his Oh it's so good and it's so not funny. necessarily one that people jump to,
0: but it is. It is. It is just. Mark Wahlberg is also hilarious in that. So, oddly enough, oddly enough,
1: he's great.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's uh, uh, my when Wendy did not see that, and okay, she have- was like, she was like, <laughs> this is really funny. And you know what else too that I realized it was not dirty at all. It was PG thirteen. Oh yeah,
1: it's also the uh, it's also the movie that introduced me to Brett Gelman, whom I uh, love.
0: Yeah, that guy so much. <laughs> um, also, that was kind of the return of Michael Keaton. That was kind of one of his little returns of him climbing back into movies.
1: Like when he started being around again, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and now Um, he's fucking where, you know, Birdman, Birdman,
1: problems with Birdman, Birdman is is like a top five for
0: me, incredible. Oh, matter of fact, I gotta watch it again.
1: Yeah, I think I might. I don't Uh, usually. I'm doing the same thing. Like I, I, I have been ingesting mostly lighter fare comedy. Yeah, us um, too. Heavy stuff. I watch documentaries, you know, and stuff like that. But I've mostly been adjusting comedy. Been watching a lot of like comedy series that I haven't found. But like, what but comedy I,
0: series are you watching?
1: I stray off the path to watch Birdman again a couple of times. As far as um, as far as comedy series go, I I went through The Office again because I had never I hadn't we watched it ago. I hadn't I hadn't watched it all the way through since it was on, and yeah. I just kind of does it hold up and i would say honestly about 89 90 percent of it holds up really
0: we did like, not watch it we probably talked about this in the podcast like two months ago mm-hmm. we we did not watch it since it aired yeah me neither like because you know everybody we know is like i i watch it on repeat when i'm sleeping i'm
1: like what yeah some um, people Some people do that. It's like that for some people. I have have shows like that. I have shows like that that I watch. Like, like I'll put an episode if I just need noise. I'll put like Star Trek on because because I've never done
0: that with TV. I
1: always music. Well, I mean, I I actually I like I don't like to music as background noise. I like music when I want to listen to music. But Mm. I understand. But it but it fills the same purpose. I understand what you mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. We uh. Yeah, we went through uh so you went through the office went, and um,
1: I, I got caught up on what we do in the shadows, the oh. TV show because, because oh,
0: that's so funny.
1: Because 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 of two things. Number one, like I love Taco Watiti a oh. lot. Like He's and incredible. I've read since like Eagle versus Shark, like early early days stuff for him. Like I loved his movies before I really even knew who he was.
0: Yeah, me too. You know?
1: um, and uh, and then I, of course I love the flight of the Concord stuff and he was, you know, he just you know involved and in, with you know with right. Jermaine Clement and, and stuff. So I just like all, all those dudes. But I've been um, I got caught up on what we do in the shadows mainly because Matt Berry. Matt Berry Barry Matt Berry. Oh, yeah. Matt Barry, Matt Barry. I IT crowd, uh, Darth Marindi's Dark Place. Um uh mighty boosh like like mighty boosh.
0: Listen, if mighty boosh, what is that? 15 years old? Easily. If you have not watched a mighty boosh, I cannot explain what it is. I I just know because when you said it, I was like, I remember this insanity.
1: It's insane.
0: I, I don't just don't tell anybody. I think it's spelled what? B-O-U-S-H-H.
1: B-O-O-S-H. Mighty Boosh.
0: That's right, B O O S H. Mighty Boosh, and and do me a favor, start at the beginning, yes, and go all the way through. It's a British
1: show. There's four seasons, so that means there's only like six episodes a season, so it's really manageable. They're all half an hour. Start at the beginning and go all the way through. There is a progression. Yes, the show of the. I character.
0: remember the progression oh. is what makes it it funnier and funnier.
1: It's insane, but and it's and it's I gotta guys, watch it again. Guys like Matt Berry, Noel Fielding, yeah. Richard uh, uh, <laughs> Iwati, um, like like uh, Rich Fulcher, which people will um, recognize from like Drunk History. He's the only American on it, and he's all over Drunk History these days. Oh, yeah. like like lots of lots of lots of British comedians that are like that are pretty rad, and. You know, but Matt Barry, like I've been with Matt Barry for a really long time, and and he just keeps getting funnier and funnier. And hey,
0: there is that, there is that crew of I can't name them. I'm not good at this anymore. Um, you still got it. You can name. Uh, you know, there's that. You know that. Well, Rebel I'm, I'm Wilson, all those people that came after Ricky Gervais, all those young funny people. Because honestly, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, they really exploded BBC comedy again. Like it was that they created the new boom. Um, cause there really wasn't a lot of British comedy since gosh, I mean,
1: there was really good stuff. It just wasn't making its way over here. Yeah. Uh, You know, there was, there was, there that stuff really wasn't making its way over here. Cause I honestly, I think that the original office and, um, and like Garth Moringi's Dark Place were kind of happening at the same time. Oh, okay. Um, I, around the same time, I think I could be I could be off on that. Um, but like, but I think it, what it is is it made it it made it obvious that the American audience was ready for the the American audience was ready for that type of of, of
0: humor. Oh, Even
1: yeah. though I can't tell you, I can't really. Say that like the American office and the British office are completely different.
0: Yeah, but could, we could do a whole episode on that. We probably should actually.
1: But like, but they the the British office was still very popular in America, yeah. and they started to show it. It started to get things like The Mighty Boosh and Dark Place and stuff That's like how that. I find it started, all that started, stuff. started creeping in on things like Adult Swim. Like you'd see, yeah. like Adult Swim would start to play it. You'd you'd see them on. You'd see it late night on Comedy Central and stuff, right? And like it was like when you, it's like how you got Monty Python back in the day. You had to watch PBS at like eleven thirty. Right. After like after Neil Layer went off the air, you know, yeah. you Monty Python at, at midnight, and yeah, it was just crazy, you know. So
0: um, <laughs> I so speaking of that's interesting because. The the other thing we watched is kind of like that comedy crew of America. We watched oh gosh, we probably watched seven or eight Ben Stiller movies. Um oh, if you think about Ben Stiller, like like the way he started it was is.
1: absurd, like really like the Ben Stiller show back in the day. Like he watched not-
0: all the all those it's movies.
1: It's insane.
0: Oh, it's, it's insane. so ridiculous. And then you we watch all these Ben Stiller movies, and you know. You know, my wife, she doesn't like pay attention sometimes, like because I'm the I'm the movie nerd, you know, and she's like, oh, wait, they started here. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, all these people were babies on the Ben Stiller show. Janine Garofalo, you know, Jack Black. Um, Um, I think uh, Colbert. Um, um, No, Colbert. I don't think so.
1: It was, Colbert I came understand.
0: from Second City and and went on the Daily Show. I'm pretty sure
1: he was on Colbert was also was on the Dana Carvey show too. Oh was, yeah. Was, well,
0: was that fun. was a little. Those were different camps for sure. Um, but Ben Stiller was always like the MTV of like kind of like the goofballs. You know, you would have Andy Dick and like my, You know, my wife had no idea that like you know. Uh, that he did like Cable Guy and he wrote and directed Tropic Thunder. Some of them are so damn funny. Like he's unbelievable. Oh, okay. So, so, um, David
1: Cross and Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Were on the show. And yeah. then they, they went on and got Mr. Show. And that's where, like, um, uh, Sarah Silverman and Jack Black yeah. And, and like, that's where those guys Kind of yeah. started off um, It's
0: that uh, LA kind of groundlings people Like an or, yeah, an early Early Apatow. Yeah, Judd Apatow um, Well Apatow was still At Saturday Night Live at that point And then I think once He met those guys when he started Casting Freaks and Geeks maybe I don't know right. Doing a podcast with no facts whatsoever. I can go get was him. on the Ben Stiller show. Like yeah. he was a
1: member on the Ben Stiller show.
0: That's crazy. Um, I guess you're right. No, Judd was the late '80s because he was there when, like, Judd Apatow was a writer when, like, David Spade and Dana Carvey were on. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah, uh, Judd Apatow was around in the early uh, late so, '80s.
1: So, so, so Steve Carell and Colbert. And Smigel and those guys were on the Dana Carvey show.
0: Yeah, okay. Which, wow. Which, now, we have, now we have more stuff to binge. I'm going to find that stuff now.
1: There's only There's only a handful of episodes of the Dana Carvey show. Yeah. But I swear to you, it is one of the funniest things that was on television in the 90s.
0: He has a couple good characters, too, that he never did on Saturday Night Live, too.
1: And they did, they did this one thing. um, It was right around the time that like the Beatles anthology was, was a big deal. Right. And they did this thing. They were like interviewing the remaining Beatles and Smigel plays Ringo. uh, Dana plays uh, Paul and uh, Colbert plays George and they're telling stories. And it, it is like, piss your pants funny.
0: I have to look that up.
1: No, we're now now we're getting back to what we talked about nerding out. But like the the listening audience, please grab a pen, paper, rewind this, write all this down. If <laughs> I know. I can, I can give you one thing. It is I I, I I am I am not the you know I'm not the front funniest person on this podcast. I'm not the funniest person in my house right now. But <laughs> I'm a professional appreciator. And if you I can are. give you the thing is I can I can give you where to go in the history. You're a connoisseur. A, yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a, so I'm a, a and artist. meats and cheeses, <laughs> meats and cheeses, various meats and cheeses, and um, and like like go back and watch all of these things because let's be honest, what the fuck else are you gonna do I right know.
0: now? Like, I want to say no let's let me do this here's 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 the ultimate playlist for these guys first i would watch the ben stiller show okay then binge mr show
1: oh hands down i think it's on, on prime right now
0: yeah binge mr show then you'll you'll get through it it's worth it then watch run ronnie run and then, oh, come on. No, there are, I'm sorry. Run, 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 Cross takes off. It is one of insane. the funniest things I've ever seen.
1: Insane. Run, run, and run is insane.
0: When he, one of the funniest physical comedy things I've ever seen, and I mocked, is when he would go, oh, wait. oh oh,", oh. And he would run. Oh, my. I would laugh so hard. He would run the wrong direction. It's so funny. And I've then been- just watch. Just go watch the Ben Stiller movies in order. Actually, you can throw Cable Guy somewhere right after. You could probably watch Cable Guy right after Run Runny, Run, and then you could even go off on a little tangent and watch Wet Hot American Summer, and then you start getting into a whole nother. We web. haven't even we haven't even talked about the state. I know, right? God. For another episode, we're we're just nerding out on comedy and binging things, and we're you know,
1: if any if anybody out there is a state fan go to david rains instagram or twitter or whatever yes. um, they just celebrated the 25th anniversary of porcupine Racetrack. track uh, um, by the whole thing via zoom and oh my god it's unbelievable <laughs> it's so i
0: funny. couldn't i tried to watch it twice and the second time i was like i can't i can't I I just, it's so knows. it's so funny
1: i, I was know. watching in bed the other night when we were trying to go to sleep, so I had my earpods in and air earpods in, and I had my phone over here lying on my side, and I swear to God, and this is going to be another visual thing for people watching and not for listening, but it was just like, it was, I know that the bed, Suze was over on the other side of the bed just feeling this.
0: Yeah. Because
1: my fat ass was just laughing silently oh, yeah. and shaking the entire bed.
0: Yeah, like, I... Wendy, Wendy will wake up. Where I'm just like, I'm like this. I'm gonna get close to the mic. I'm just like,
1: <laughs>
0: like just. I know, and she's like, "What's so funny?" Um, I'm like uh, a meme on Reddit. It's 1:30. Go back to bed.
1: He you turn over. It's porcupine racetrack. <laughs> and they're like, what "The fuck are you talking about?" I know, right?
0: <laughs> porcupine racetrack. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, dude, thanks for hanging out, man. Oh, let's do it again tomorrow. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, whatever version of grown dad business this is, it's just hanging out, talking. At this point, this podcast might become uh, the the official dads after dark podcast, uh, where we just nerd out and talk about stuff that where that nobody else in our house will talk to us about. At this point, <sighs> I have to. Uh, I made a joke. I made a joke uh, a while back. Like I tried this joke about Tinder, you know? And I was like, can we just have a Tinder for dads who are just looking for buddies to go eat wings and talk about Star Wars with? (laughs) Where I'm like, what's this guy into? Oh, see, I would probably, if I was on the dad Tinder, which is not dirty, okay, people, but, like, I might swipe left with you because you're hard Star Trek.
1: You know what, though? Like...
0: I would, I would have been like, "Eh." I know I,
1: well, you know what? I would have seen the words Joe Rogan and I would have been like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) every friendship, every friendship has to have a thorn, you know? And it just, because if it's too perfect, it could never work. Okay. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, Dude. Thanks so much, man. I'll talk to you soon. I know. Bring
1: you better shoot that goddamn thing through my front window.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: brother. See you, dude. Stay safe,
0: everybody. Uh, guys, that's my friend, Aaron Uh, I just thank you again for listening. You guys are awesome. Uh, I hope this is fun. I hope that our dad banter is fun to you. If you're having fun with comedy, uh, like I said, please, again, consider supporting monthly on Patreon. You get all kinds of special perks, including the video uh, stream for the podcast. Uh, Also, you get video for the Friday Night Live Happy Hours. You get exclusive beats by Kid Mental. And I just want to say once again, thanks to uh, Ink Division, -division ink-division.com, and kidmental.com for the beats. And, uh, hey, be kind, be funny. You guys are awesome. Grown dad business, 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 business,
1: business, 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 business